Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Game Time Decisions presents the DFS Lineup Lock Hour, sponsored by DailyRoto.com. Welcome to the show, everybody. It's DFS time. We got some lineups for you. Big NFL tonight. We got the Eagles and Giants throwing it down. Busy night in the National Hockey League. We're going to get everything set. Props, bets, DFS. We got you covered here. Morenci and Corey are going to check in a little bit later. On their way to the stadium for the Giants-Philadelphia Eagles game. And I am on the show right now, and we're going to break things down tonight with Mike Leone. He's gonna. He's got the answers for you. DFS superstar Mike Leone and Bills fan as well. So, hey, Mike, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing well. Uh, the Bills coming off a surprising victory. I'm not fooling myself into getting optimistic there, but uh, it is always nice to get a W. Yeah, so something's never changed. So I, I work with Gabe, who's a Bills fan, and I get you for the DFS uh, for the hour, and it's it's all Buffalo Bills all the time. I don't know that game, Mike. I know you're DFS, but it looks like it looks like a lot of points there. Like I hope it's not a trap because I'm just like walking right into the Bills, getting like ten and a half, eleven points versus Houston. That's been pretty pedestrian. It all seems like even Buffalo could cover that number. It started out, I think, at like eight and a half too, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So it's really moved quite a bit i feel like this year i don't know if it's just off field i feel like we've seen some really big line movements in some games this year you know part of that's because the over-unders earlier in the year seemed to be way too low when they would get bet up throughout the week but this line's definitely moved up throughout the week i think it'll be interesting to see if tredavious white plays he was back at practice but obviously with him on deandre hopkins that's going to be really big but you know both teams have offensive line issues so i don't expect the bills to score very much but uh, I do think that they could cause some problems for Watson on defense. It's just a matter of, is it like the Green Bay game where it was like 22 nothing, where the Bills literally couldn't do anything, uh, or can they at least get into the double digits? Because I don't think it's going to be a high-scoring affair. I actually like the under in this one. I think I agree with you. I, I think there's going to be maybe like a field goal prop or something like that, like points will be at a premium. I'll tell you, Mike, I look at the line movement, and I even, like, Cardano tweeted me. He's like, are you kidding me? The line has gone from 3-1. to one. And from people that I talked to, a lot of people leaning Eagles. We saw, you know, in the fourth quarter of that game against Minnesota, they came out guns and blazing and almost came back in that game. Yet the Giants, heartbreaking loss with Gano's big uh, kick there at the end. So it's interesting. These Thursday night games have been a nightmare for the road team, but when we really break this one down, it's not much of a, a trip between uh, you know New York and Philadelphia. There's probably going to be some Eagles fans at the game tonight, so I don't think it's as drastic this time around for the Thursday nighter. Whereas in the past, those uh, home teams have really uh, you know you know they've had the advantage over the road team. Yeah, another game where the line movement has been pretty big. I mean, what it, I think Philly got up to three and a half at one point, you know, down to yep. one and. I, you know, I, I feel kind of fishy to say this because the line moved the opposite way, but I kind of liked Philly at three. So uh, I definitely like them at one. I think one of the big things there is uh, I just think Eli Manning is pretty toast at this point in his career, and he's not going to get a lot of help from his line. Pro Football Focus does their offensive line, defensive line chart each week, and right now they have the biggest mismatch between offensive line and defensive line in the passing game, uh, this Eagles-Giants game on the week. Uh, so I think it could be a situation where the Giants really struggle to get things going, but it is difficult because when you run the, the numbers from a DFS perspective, the Giants actually have the two highest projected skill players just because of the volume that Odell Beckham and Saquon Barkley get. So I'm having a tough time, you know, reconciling how I feel about it from a betting perspective versus our DFS projections on the week. 
Yeah, and the total in the game, too, it's, uh, you know, 43-and-a-half when we started the show. Now it's sitting at 44-and-a-half in New York. Uh, Morenci and the guys are talking about uh, rains probably going to be gone by game time, but it's just steady kind of drizzle there in the situation. And you would think with these two offenses maybe under, but the last five times they played over, so uh, maybe that's the way we we, we attack uh, the, the slate tonight. Maybe there is going to be points. When these two get together, you don't think about it, but they also a lot of these games turn uh, into big-time fireworks. Yeah, and again, you know, from a field perspective, I feel like Philly D may be a good play, but when you run through our optimal lineups on Daily Roto, you're not getting any defenses. Really like, you know, just smashing the skill players. And because of the Eagles running back situation with Jay Ajayi out, you know, no Darren Sproles, it just opens up a lot of value because you can use both Corey Clement and Wendell Smallwood. So even though it's a split there, they're both cheap enough that on these one-game slates, guys like that are really golden to help you do whatever you can in your lineup. And once you get guys like that in, you can round out your lineup with some studs, whether it's paying up for a QB and Wentz or taking the one-offs uh, for the Giants and Barkley and Odell Beckham. I uh, was surprised to see Beckham is actually first in the NFL right now in market share of targets at over 31%. Uh, I feel like a couple years ago when we were doing our DFS projections, one of the reasons we had him a little bit lower than some of the other top tier receivers was because he was more like high 20s. And we saw, you know, Antonio Brown, some of these guys in the high 30s. But this year, uh, things have shifted a little bit. Some of these you know, guys like even like Julio Jones is like just under 30%. And you've got Odell at their 31.5% last four weeks. He's seen 9, 10, 11, 14 targets. Uh, no Evan Ingram there for the Giants. So uh, look for them to continue to feed Odell tonight. Yeah, before we get into this game, I was looking at the, the Daily Roto projections too. And they're thinking... Uh, Julio Jones monster game he's in a he's in a great matchup versus Tampa Bay there Mike uh, is there any other guys I know obviously you have to pay up for these studs but any other guys that uh, are on your radar uh, that could really explode this week it's a really tricky week because you know you mentioned you want to get up for Julio Jones that whole game the total there in the high 50s is massive so uh, you really want pieces of that game everywhere if you need cap relief uh, we'll have to see if O.J. Howard is able to play or not. You know, Coming into the week, it seemed like definitely wasn't going to play, but then he did get to practice on Wednesday, was limited. If he's out, though, you know, Cameron Brait is a really cheap tight Good end call. on both FanDuel and with, draft With teams. Winston, they got a little bit of a chemistry, my friend, too. That, uh, that could go old school right there. Absolutely. I know Ricky Sanders uh, for us was looking at the splits, you know, with without Winston for Cameron Bray and it's night and day. And, you know, sometimes there's a little bit of noise behind that, but there might be some validity to it. And just the opportunities there in a game that should be an up and down track me. It's in a domed game, uh, two defenses that rank last and dead last in football outsiders defensive DVOA. So they have struggled mightily. So you can get your cap relief in that same game. If you want more of an under radar play, because I do think Brait will be popular if Howard is out. Chris Godwin is someone that I was a huge fan of in season long. Yeah. He's just got that profile of a number one receiver. He's been pretty efficient in a small sample size over his career. Always risky because you don't know uh, behind Mike Evans. Is it going to be Deshaun Jackson week? Is it going to be Chris Godwin week? But he has gotten a lot of red zone targets this season. And if the game goes up and down like you think, uh, there's going to be big plays to go around, and he's going to be one of the lower-owned pieces of that game. Well, Mike, uh, well, let's attack tonight's game, and we're just uh, putting a lineup together for uh, the DraftKings, uh, you know, the king format there where you get the king at uh, one and a half times and pay for the five flex. And I'm going to take your advice. I, I think uh, when you look at the price point, Corey Clement uh, just seems to me really, really cheap. And even if you put him in that format, paying the one 1.5, he's only $6,600. And I guess the approach would be, you know, a lot of people would take Ertz or Wentz or even Eli Manning if you want to be different, like those positions at the King. But maybe Clement's uh, the guy that breaks out. It's kind of a, a different play, and he could really go nuts with uh, Ajayi out for the year. Yeah, and I think the idea behind that, too, is you can just load up on the skill players in all your flex spots. So, you know, Cle- you know the captain doesn't have to end up being the highest scoring player in the slate. You know, sometimes people make that mistake where they only want to use guys that are going to be by far the highest scoring players. But the value there matters quite a bit as well when you can fit in 
all the stud individual skill players. And you mentioned the totals in the low 40s. If the quarterbacks don't go off in this game, and with DraftKings being full PPR scoring, you get the 100-yard bonus for some of the skill players. There's definitely routes to having one quarterback, or even if you want to be contrarian, go no quarterbacks and just hope the skill players rack up catches. But um, we don't see a whole lot of touchdowns through the air on the board, and that keeps the Carson Wentz lineups, it keeps Eli Manning lineups out of the optimal lineups, and you get something where you can roll uh, Odell Beckham, Saquon Barkley, and then go to Ertz or uh, Alshon Jeffrey on the other side, and you're loading up all of the skill players. So I think that's the approach if you want to be a little bit contrarian. Use Clement in that captain spot and just load up on the skill players. Don't feel like you have to mash quarterbacks because most of the time we do say, you know, get in your quarterbacks no matter what. But the way the pricing is on the slate, um, that's not necessarily the case. That's a really good point. And something that we talked to with Drew Dinkmeyer as well when uh, Gabe and I were doing the show, kickers. Or like what, And tonight, maybe you know what I mean? Like we look at the total and maybe they settle for three. There are going to be some stops. And I look at Rosas. For, for the, look, at, look at the situation. This guy's kicked a 53, a 53, a 53, and three of the last four. For 14 DK points, 10.397, much way over his price point. And we know Elliott from Philadelphia. He's a very good kicker. I guess, how do you approach this, Mike? Like when, when we're talking about kickers, I know some people in a low-scoring game, Drew's talking about the defense. You can mix and mingle. What's what's your kind of strategy with kickers and defense? Because a lot of the time, they're actually priced better than the players at, at that price point. Yeah, it's really difficult. I think the floor on them can actually be better. But when I'm making a bunch of lineups to play in tournaments, I find myself limiting the usage of them just because at a certain point, the kicker's capped. Unless we get another game like, you know, but even in the game we saw, uh, I believe it was the Sunday night game between the Texans and the Cowboys. We saw a ton of field goals in that game. But, um, you know, some of the keys that slate was still like Alfred Blue at running back. And you did need the one kicker, but I I wouldn't use two kickers in a lineup. So that's one of the rules that I generally try and do. I don't want to use two kickers in a lineup. I just want to use one. And then just be careful who you're pairing that kicker with. Like if you're pairing the kicker, um, if you're pairing Elliott with like a Carson Wentz stack, you know, that might not make sense because for the Carson Wentz stack to work, you need touchdowns. Uh, so you just kind of want to think through your lineup, what makes sense, um, just to make sure that the overall upside of the lineup is there. Now it's a single game. Sometimes weird things happen and you could end up with an optimal with Wentz and Elliott, but I don't think you know that's playing the odds. So generally keep kicker exposure around 20% of my lineups. I don't want to have more than 20% of either of the kickers just because I think the upside's capped a little bit and try not to get uh, the kickers in the same lineup with one another. Use one kicker or the other. I know everybody, Zach Ertz is going to be a popular play tonight, and why not? You know, 11 targets, 10 catches, a buck 10 against the Vikings. Then we have uh, 14 targets, 10 catches, 112 yards versus Tennessee. So back-to-back wicked games with a touchdown there. But uh, what do you think about Ertz? He's $9,600, and I think Philadelphia is going to be going to the tight end early, early and often, I guess. What do you think about Ertz, and what about Goddard as a real, real, real cheap uh, backup tight end for Philadelphia? Yeah, Ertz is our highest projected skill player on the Eagles overall. We've got Wentz a little bit ahead of him. He's fourth overall behind Wentz, Saquon Barkley, and Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, the intriguing thing with Ertz, he just sees so many targets for a tight end. You know, even an elite tight end like Rob Gronkowski, you know, he's making his way with a low 20s market share of targets where he's getting things based on efficiency, really high yards per target, touchdowns with Ertz. He just gets peppered with targets, and you alluded to that. We've got him projected for uh, over a quarter of the team's targets. So I, I think he's a fine play. Um, if you are shooting, you know, kind of for the sky and you want that under the radar play, I, I am on board with Goddard. He's in about 10% of our early lineups. And the nice thing with Goddard is the touchdown equity. You know, you know, there's like no floor there, uh, and it could be a complete goose egg, but unlike some other really cheap plays, he can find the end zone once or twice, just based on the way that they use him, his, uh, touchdown rate on the targets he does see is a lot higher than a lot of other players. And of course the price tag makes things work. So, uh, I, it's not a play I would overload on just because it's pretty risky, but with so many people going with Clement Smallwood, which I think are the right ways to play cash games, Clement and Smallwood. Um, but that's going to take away ownership from a guy like Goddard, where on a regular slate, people would be like, Oh, who do I, who's the cheap guy I take a chance on. Uh, and they would look to a Goddard or maybe a Cody Latimer, on the Giants. 
Um, but on this slate, they're not going to have to do that. And as a result, you're going to get really good ownership on those types of plays. Hey, Mike, I was going to ask you for, for the projections, too, from DFS and gambling. Like, Zach Ertz right now, the over-under, the totals on the book is 74.5. I kind of lean over there with when a guy's been targeting 24 times in the last couple games. Do you think he's going to get the 75 yards or more? I'm going to make the bet. I just want you, because you, you know the numbers, to back up the selection. Yeah, so what's kind of crazy, you mentioned the over-under 74.5. Our projected receiving yards is 74.7 right now. <laughs> uh, so those... So we're, we're right on with the line. I would say wow. that if you're right on with the line, um, that's like a mean projection. So like the average of all, all his performances would be around there. Um, For football, just the way it happens, because you get some really big games and whatnot, I would expect like more than half the time he's probably under. So if I had to bet, I'd take the under. We've got him right on, but I would take the under side of that one. And, and one other one, I got Corey Clement, but it's interesting. You have two options for the betting here. His total rush yards is 44 and a half, Mike. But I was looking at uh, Corey Clement rushing and receiving yards because you'll get some catches out of the backfield. I see 64 and a half on my book, whereas rushing yards is 44 and a half. What do you think about that? I was thinking about going the over. What's your take? So we've got the rushing yards at 56 yards. So I like the Ooh, over okay. there. Um We've got the receiving yards right around 20, so it's kind of the same bet. Uh, I, I, so I like the over on both of them, but it's the rushing yards that's getting them there on both sides. You know, kind of when you, when you figure out the math, when you add 44 to 44 to get to that 64, it's about 20 receiving yards, and we've got him basically spot on with that. So even with the split uh, with Wendell Smallwood there, uh, we don't think we'll see a lot of Josh Adams, the third running back for Philadelphia. So, yeah, give me the over on Corey Clement. And what about, uh, I know they've been giants, Stir, uh, Odell Beckham is 86 and a half and Sterling Shepard 57 and a half. Is that a little more lucrative? Because I was looking at taking the over there. Eli's been going to him a little bit. We've got both those receivers projecting a little bit over right now. And we'll see what the weather ends up. I know you mentioned Gabe said it was raining and I, I keep yeah. seeing conflicting reports on like supposed to stop grizzle. by the game. You know, it yeah. might be a bit heavier. So you know, weather, you never can predict. Uh, so that could mess things up. But right now we like over, and part of that's just a really concentrated Giants attack. You know, Rhett Ellison's questionable for this game. Evan Ingram's out. Uh, I mentioned Odell Beckham leads the NFL in market share of targets. And if you look at Sterling Shepard's stat line, whenever Evan Ingram's been out, it was averaging like six catches or so. So I like the over for both those guys. Mike Leone, the DFS man. Hey, Mike, good luck to you and your bills this week, man. We really appreciate you coming on the show and breaking it down, DFS style and gambling. Great stuff. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Thanks for having me on. Have a good one, man. On the way back, hey, I got an NHL lineup for you and some NFL too. This is Lineup Lock Live on the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. Welcome back. It's Lineup Lock Live time. We're getting ready. Eagles, Giants, people. Going to be a good Thursday nighter. Line movement, too. We're seeing lots of line movement here. We talked about this. Philadelphia was a three-point favorite, now down to one. The total going up despite just a little bit of rain. Now we're sitting at uh, 44 and a half. When we started uh, game time decisions, it was 43 and a half. So we see a little bit uh, of movement to the over. And uh, people betting the Giants, I know it's been a train wreck for those uh, visiting teams on these Thursday night games, but uh, wow, Philadelphia at minus one, that is a real, real low spread. We're opening up the phone lines too, if you guys got a fantasy or gambling question, got uh, an NFL lineup on DraftKings, also a hockey lineup to get to you before Gabe and Corey check in and the 640 mark, and we're going to the lines, Keith from the Windy City of Chicago. Keith, what do you got for me? Hey, I'm just looking for a, a question on my wide receivers. I'm, I'm I'm lacking a little bit. They're just not showing up. And I was wondering yep. if there's a couple of guys in the waiver wire that may be better than what I currently have. So currently I got Landry, um, 
Allen Robertson, Sutton, Richardson, and Funches are my wide receivers. So they're they're pretty they're not doing as well as I was hoping. Yeah, but who's, on who's, the on the way. Yeah, sorry, uh, sorry, Keith. So on the waiver wire, some of the uh, opportunities could be Algalore, um, Tyrell Williams, Ryan Grant, Robbie Anderson, uh, Christian Kirk, or any of those guys there yeah. a better play this week than what I currently have. Well, Christian Kirk, good question there. And I'll tell you, Christian Kirk, back-to-back games, uh, the rookie from Texas A&M has actually been good. I'll tell you something, my friend. Uh, he's starting to get a little bit of a chemistry going, Keith, from with, with Rosen. It wasn't the same with Sam Bradford there. So he's had back-to-back pretty good fantasy games. So that would be a guy I, I would look to stream. Also, Tyrell Williams is a, a guy that's always an option. But when you're mentioning those players, like the thing is, I'm a, I was a, I'm a Seahawk fan, and I remember Paul Richardson. Sure, he'll make a spectacular catch, but you're not going to really get too, too much from him. I think Washington, more tight end-based. You know what I mean? Jordan Reed is going to be a good option. But... Out of the guys you mentioned, Christian Kirk, and what were some of the other guys? And I'll, I'll give you another guy, but I really like Christian Kirk, even with Arizona. I know it's a tough matchup against Minnesota, but he seems to be the guy that uh, Sam Ro- uh, that uh, Josh Rosen is going to. That's uh, he, he's the he's the answer right now. What other receivers you got? I'll try to pick another one for you. Uh, well, there are other options would be Robbie Anderson, Ryan yes. Grant, Tyrell Williams, Nelson Algalore. You know what? I like Robbie Anderson. I think Robbie Anderson, he's also in a good matchup. Robbie Anderson, uh, you know, the total in that Colts game, I thought would be Colts-Jets a little bit higher, maybe 46-and-a-half. It's 45-and-a-half. Jets laying two-and-a-half. They're a home favorite. I like the matchup. Uh, and, and Robbie Anderson's a guy who can get you some touches, get you some targets, and also break a big one. So those are two chances that I would risk. If you wanted to stream a couple guys there, Keith, I would go with Christian Kirk. I know his matchup is tough. Arizona's a 10-point dog in Minnesota. The Minnesota's probably going to win the game, but what other options do, do, does Arizona have, right? You go to Johnson at the running back position, but other than that, Kirk has really stepped up in the, as receiving. The last couple of weeks, he's been good, and he's getting more confidence, and I love Robbie Anderson in that spot. If you want to take a risk, he's in a really, really good matchup against Indianapolis, so I would go with Kirk and Anderson out of the guys you uh, mentioned right there. And would you would you sit Allen Robinson because I like Landry I like his chemistry with uh, with Baker Mayfield I would, and I wouldn't sit Allen Robinson because of the target. So what are, what other guys I'd probably sit? Um, you said uh, I'd sit Richardson well, for sure. I, well, I'm only I'm only playing two of them. Landry and Robinson is who I have playing right now because yeah. my other three I'm playing I, all running backs. It's Connor Barkley and. And oh, nice. So I only need you got, two oh, you got great. You got you got great running backs. So basically, the the, the one guy, I, if I was going to take a risk on anybody, that's all I could say. If you want to throw one receiver out, I would go with Robbie Anderson even over Kirk. But Kirk, I'd rank. I'd go Anderson one, Christian Kirk two. Those are that's kind of what I do. All right. Thanks a lot hey, for thank the call, you, man. I appreciate. I appreciate it. Yeah. Any 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 more fantasy questions? I hope we can answer. We got some gambling questions too. Lots of uh, action on the board tonight. Busy, busy night in the National Hockey League. And the old uh, comeback approach last night, we talk about this, guys. From a gambling perspective, one of the best things you can do is almost going to going back to a team that let you down before. And, you know, the Philadelphia Flyers, it was a horrible uh, opener for Gritty. Gritty's out there falling on his face, and the Flyers fell on their face too. They're playing the San Jose Sharks. They're down 4 to nothing at the start of the period, and they got their asses kicked in that game. What do you do? Well, then they go to Ottawa feeling bitter about that, that game. Boom, they come back and win, and you only have to lay 30 cents. So it's kind of like you like to take that team that got their ass handed it to them, and you want to kind of come back with them. So that's kind of the approach that I take, and I'm going to do it with the you know NFL gambling too. If a team got really, really embarrassed, kind of look for them. You know, The line gets inflated the next week, and sometimes we can capitalize on those type of situations. We talked about the Baltimore-Tennessee game with Gamble. Uh, and whale capper and right now good, good call by gamble he said the line was going to go down and it's two and a half right now yeah tennessee might be in a good spot that game against buffalo it was really it was heartbreaking they had a wide open receiver slipped and uh, the ball came out there easy easy touchdown all you had to do was look it in williams had to look it into his arms he dropped it that was a real turning point in that game then buffalo at the end instead of needing a touchdown to win the game all they needed is a field goal and hauschka he's money in the bank he hit that kick. So now you're getting this Tennessee as a home team getting points against Baltimore. I think that might be a good situation right there. So, you know, sometimes you get go with those teams. 
heartbreaking when you, when you lose passion or, you know, I want to come back to them because they're all professionals. I think they're actually going to do some damage. And uh, they seem to be in a good spot this weekend. Total 41 and a half in that game. Let's get to a couple lineups, too. Got a hockey lineup and a football lineup that we put together. Very busy night in the National Hockey League, everyone. It's, it's, it's tough. And I'll tell you one thing. If we're going to do some betting, this Leafs team in the over has been a lock. Haynes earlier called in on the show to talk about it. They lead the National Hockey League with 20 goals. They're a team that's scoring light in the lamp. And also playing a team in Detroit where, interesting, you got people from different directions in the States and Canada coming to that game. There'll be a lot of Leaf fans in the building in Detroit who go to support that team. So a positive environment for Toronto. This total in the game, six. We should see some We should see some goals there. And when you're looking at it from uh, on DraftKings in the hockey, Austin Matthews, and, they, uh, and like he, he's $8,100. It seems expensive, but the guy's been on fire. He's been on absolute fire. And Hanger said it. Either one of the – you get him at plus 280 – or you get Tavares at plus 450, one of them to score the first goal. I like that. It makes a lot of sense. And then you think about what this guy's done this year. First game of the season, two points, nine DraftKings points. Next game against Ottawa, goal and assist, another two-point effort, seven and a half points. So the salary's going up from $7,600. Then at Chicago, a crazy game. Two goals, two assists, four points, 12 and a half points on DraftKings. And then the last game against Dallas, Eight and a half, two goals, two points. This guy right now is unbelievable. In four games, he's got seven points. He's got seven goals and three assists, just lighting it up. And eighty-one hundred dollars, when you think about it, it's not that expensive for a guy that's averaging nine point four DK points going into the game. So I think if you're looking at a stack, you might want to take a shot with the Toronto Maple Leafs tonight. Hey, even Detroit. One thing they do, they they'll give up goals and they're going to score some goals there too. So where are you going to pay your money? Well, sometimes. I'm going to finally pay up for a defenseman and go with Eric Carlson. San Jose Sharks are in New York to play the Rangers tonight. That should be a good game. They're feeling pretty good about themselves and a big win against Philadelphia where they scored a lot of goals in that game. So, you know what, that's, a, that's an option right there. At $6,700, he's a guy that I'm looking for. So that's, you know, that's basically what we're going to do. So in this lineup right now, we're starting things off with Johnny Tavares. You can go with him or Austin Matthews, whatever you prefer but I'm going to go with John Tavares at $7,900 in a great matchup. Also averaging 7.8 DK points a game, so we're going to start him off in our lineup. Then we're going to go with the Detroit Red Wing, Dylan Larkin. Underrated at the price at $5,300 too. This guy's very solid. He's had three points in his first three games and no worse than a three. In the last two, he's had five and a half and five, so 10 and a half DK points in two out of his three games. He's got three games played, three points. That's solid. One thing about the Leafs, they're a little bit lax on defense, so we're going to put Dylan Larkin in the center position. Next, one of the more underrated players in the league. This guy, LeBanc, Kevin LeBanc on the San Jose Sharks, watch out for him. And that's the thing about this league. There's a lot of young guys and new guys that are coming up, and you start to realize they were good when they came up before, but now they're really good. They're getting acclimated to the league. They understand what's going on. It's not overwhelming them anymore. And right now, you want to talk about production. Take a look at this last game. Four points. In an 8-2 win, he had four assists against the Philadelphia Flyers for 9.5 points. He also had a point against the Los Angeles Kings. Four games, five points, averaging 3.8. Kevin LeBanc for San Jose. I expect them to score some goals against the Rangers. He's only $4,900. Now we're going to go with Buffalo. Buffalo, there's a fire in North Tonawana. Chikawaka scores. Buffalo Sabres hockey. Connor Sheary. Oh, here we go. This guy's on fire. You remember him with the Pittsburgh Penguins? Now with the Sabres. And the last couple games, he has been lighting it up on fire. Versus Vegas, he had a point for three and a half. And versus the Rangers, two goals for eight points. So Connor Sheary, only $4,700, an absolute steal. One thing we know about uh, Buffalo, they can score some goals. Colorado, they're going to be giving up some goals. So I think that is actually a really good play. And that price is right at $4,700. Next, we're going with another Red Wing tonight. Nyquist, uh, he's good. Like the thing about Gustav Nyquist is he's a good player, man. Another guy, three games played. Three assists, three points, averaging 3.7 for a price point of $4,600. Something you should look at. 
three points in those games. He's been pretty good. And I'll tell you, Detroit will be fired up to play the least tonight. I think we're going to see goals on both sides. We have like maybe a five forward type hockey game, six to five type hockey game. I see lots of goals. I wouldn't want to use any of these goalies on DraftKings because they could be in big, big trouble tonight. Now I'm spending my money. So far, when we're looking at the situation, you're like Eric Carlson, he was a big addition for the San Jose Sharks, but what's he been doing? He's been doing okay. He's not been doing like crazy, crazy Eric Carlson things, but in two of his four games, he's got six points, which is nuts for a defenseman. Four games played, three assists, has yet to register a goal, but tonight could be the night, people. So the last game versus Philadelphia, he had two assists for six DK points, also against the Los Angeles Kings. He had one point in that game, but four shots on goal, six points there. That's what we have to look at, too, shots on goal. Four shots versus the Kings. Three shots versus Philadelphia. If you're not totally going to get points, we got to get the guy with some penalty minutes and some shots. So Eric Carlson, he is our guy. Next, we're going to go with my buddy. This one's for my buddy Hainzer. <laughs> hey, fellas. Yeah, we're going to go with Ron Hainsey. Ron Hainsey for the Maple Leafs. Kind of an interesting situation here and a very cheap defense because I spent on Carlson. Not as good as Morgan Riley or Jake Gardner, but against his former team, I'm expecting some things in that game with Ron Hainsey. And you know what? He's been actually pretty good. Two points in the four games for more of a stay-at-home defenseman. Six and a half DK points versus Dallas. He had a really nice hockey game. Maybe Hainsey can continue that and really light it up. $3,900 is cheap. Then we're going to go with our goaltender, Carey Price of Montreal. This is a leap of faith, people. Carey Price in Montreal, $7,000. They're playing the Los Angeles Kings, but you know what? I'm going for it. I think it's going to be a low-scoring hockey game. And with Price, the thing about him is, man, this guy likes rubber. He's like a uni, the Royal man. Man, he stops rubber. He's He loves it. And the more shots he's going to have, he's one of the best in the league, and he's going to play good. What do we know about Montreal? Not, not the most talented team on paper, but they work their ass off. They play a good game against the Toronto Maple Leafs. They've actually been solid. They beat Pittsburgh, ruining people's survivor that night. The first night we had the Morency survivor, boom, only two people are left. Frank and Bowl and friends, because you know what? The Leafs lost, and Montreal beat Pittsburgh as the biggest pooch on the board. So that's something to look forward to. Carey Price, $7,000, and one of the most underrated players. Well, no, maybe not underrated, but I think a young star in the wing is going to get better. Nico Heischer of the New Jersey Devils, he's $4,900. And the New Jersey Devils, I think, are in a good spot from a betting perspective tonight, too. People are like, come on, Cam, you're not going to take them against Washington. Well, Washington beat down Las Vegas last night. So I think that the New Jersey Devils, only laying 10 to 15 cents, this game's essentially a pick em. I'm going to take a shot with them on the NHL betting board because, you know what, that's a really, really good price for a good team. You saw what they did over the weekend against Edmonton as well. So to recap the team on DraftKings, this is our hockey team. Johnny Tavares, Dylan Larkin, Kyle LeBanc, Connor Sheary, Gustav Nyquist, Eric Carlson, expensive at $6,700. <laughs> Ron Hainsey at $3,900. Carey, the price is right at $7,000. And Nico Heischer rounds out our DK hockey team. And now we're going to go to our NFL team. Thanks for Mike Leone for stopping by, too, and giving me advice. And I'm going to take his advice right now and make the king. If you guys are playing DraftKings on the king, one-game showdown tonight, Philadelphia versus the Giants at 820. Basically, six positions are filled five flex positions and you have the king at 1.5 times the price but you also get the bonus points when he does well and we're taking a shot no Jay Ajayi even against Indianapolis Corey Clement had 16 carries for 56 yards he also had uh, three receiving uh, four targets three catches for 19 yards I see the production going up in this game we talked to we talked to Leone about it he thinks he's actually going to go over the projected totals when you're talking about props his total rushing yard props on the gambling sites, 44.5 rushing yards over, and total rushing and receiving yards for Clement, 65.5. We're going to go over there. we got to take a giant. We're going to go with Saquon Barkley. Instead of going with Eli Manning, we are going to go with the, the meal ticket. Barkley, we talk about the touches, 15, 10, 17, 11, and the receiving, too. He's doing a lot of good things. You know, four catches, four targets, 81 yards. So you combine that with the rushing. He's catching balls out of the backfield. Six receptions on eight targets versus the Saints. Four for four versus Carolina. Five for five versus Houston for 35 yards. And this one, insane. 14 for 16 for 80 yards against Dallas. So we're talking 
Barkley is getting thrown the ball. He might, he's going to run. He's going to catch balls out of the backfield. And you know what? $10,400, you're going to pay up to get him. Zach Ertz, a must play. Moretzi talked about it. The tight ends are going to be on fire tonight. Look at this guy. He's got 25 targets in his last two games, 20 catches, 110 yards receiving for Zach Ertz versus Minnesota. And against Tennessee, 112 yards on 10 catches. So 222 yards his last two games for 54.2 DK points. His worst game is 12.3 against Indianapolis. So Zach Ertz, he's going to be in the lineup right now. Another giant, I'm not paying for Beckham. I'm going to pay for Sterling Shepard. We talk about him, 17 targets in his last two, 14 catches and solid production. 75 yards receiving versus Carolina and 77 versus New Orleans. We're seeing a pattern here going over the number and his projected total tonight is 57 and a half. His last two games, 75-77. So I'm going to go over with Sterling Shepard. I think he keeps that trend going and I expect him to get some balls tonight for the Giants. Now what Leone said, you know what, we can afford both guys. We can because with the Jai out, we can get both the Eagles in our lineup and I'm going to with Wendell Smallwood. Wendell Smallwood, not as much production. Three carries for 27 against Minnesota, five for 39 against Tennessee, 10 for 56 against Indianapolis, and seven for 28. But he's also catching some balls out of the backfield, 44 yards receiving last week against Minnesota, and pretty solid 35 against Indianapolis. So Philadelphia is going to be throwing to their backs tonight. We know that. And finally, Carson Wentz, Clement, Barkley, Ertz, Shepard, Smallwood, Wentz. That is the lineup on DraftKings. Yang, my boy, he's going to take us back. We're going to talk about the National Hockey League betting, NFL bets and props. Hopefully, Morenci and Corey will check in as well. I'm Cam Stewart. This is Lineup Lock Live. We got picks, props, and DFS on the other side of the break. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Welcome back to Lineup Lock Live. I'm Cam Stewart. Hopefully, Marenzi and Corey on the way to the game tonight. Should be a lot of fun with the Eagles and Giants. A lot of drinks, a lot of anger, lots of fun at the football game tonight. Phone lines are open as well. And Yang tells me we have a caller. Rob from hey, Long Cam. Island is on the show. Hey, Rob, how are you doing, buddy? All right, Cam, how are you? Thanks for having me on the show. Yeah. Um, well, thanks for th- thanks for calling. What's your question? Yeah. Uh, definitely. Well, it's fantasy football related, and it's regarding my lineup because I have Clement in my flex spot. He's been giving me headaches all season. Um, so I'm wondering if I should play him tonight or I have an option of playing Aguilar, wide receiver from Philly. What do you think? Well, I'm going to tell you, I hope I give you the right advice, but I'm I'm all in on Corey Clement tonight. Even from, like, you know, we talked with Leone about it from a gambling perspective. His total rush yards projections uh, are 44 and a half on you know my bookie and all our friends at uh, the sports books there and he projected close to 60 and then his rushing and receiving yards combined uh a 64 and a half and 65 I, i'm seeing around there and he projected close to 30 yards for that so basically from the daily road of projections and machine think he's going to have over 80 total yards combined and I'm betting him at 65 and a half over and over 44 rushing yards. I like Clement tonight. I think he's going to be the go-to guy with Ajayi gone. Sure, Smallwood's going to get his, but I really think that's the option. With Aguilar, I know he's such, he's such a dangerous guy with speed, and he could do so many things. But I know it's hard to really go back to the to the hand that kind of bit you. and it, You know what I mean? I, I have the same problems right. with, with my fantasy league, too. Like, Jordy Nelson was awful at the start. Now he's got a touchdown in, in three straight games. Like, it's like, hey, this guy's starting to produce. So I know right. some people will piss you off, but I like Clement tonight. I, th- I think the projections are right. I think he's going to have a big game, and 
Aguilar has big playability, but I would take the shot with Clement, and I hope it works out for you, Rob, because I'll feel bad if it doesn't, uh, giving you the <laughs> advice. But I think uh, I think Clement's the way to go. I think he's going to be a big part of the Eagles' offense tonight. Hopefully he'll get a well, touchdown for you, too. Thanks a lot for the advice, Cam. Yeah, thank you very much for the call, man. I appreciate it. That's a tough one there. I don't know, Yang. Uh, you know, Aguilar, he's one of those guys. He can catch balls, but... Uh, Corey Clement, he's, I think he's the answer tonight. I think, and when we talk about the daily roto projections, those those guys are, they, they've been right. They've been right on the totals in games, and I think uh, he's he's going to be the man. I'm, take, I'm making him my king tonight. Hello, the king, Corey Clement. I think he's going to be the one to get it done, and that's the problem with the DFS, man. you got to take chances. <laughs> you got to take chances on some guys. Thanks, Steve Pushy. I appreciate, appreciate it. Uh, says he's going to throw the New Jersey pick in a ticket tonight. I like the Devils against the Caps tonight uh, to pick them. The Devils uh, looking pretty good, too, and the Capitals, after their win against Vegas, I think are in a good, uh, not a very good spot tonight in comparison to the Devils. Devils! We're taking New Jersey tonight in the National Hockey League. Thanks a lot, Steve. Good luck with everything, buddy. Also, good luck to you. May the winners be yours. So, yeah, that's uh, basically on the gambling side of things. Corey Clement. Total rushing and receiving, 65 and a half. That's the line right now. And we're going to have Wendell Smallwood. His total rushing and receiving is 56 and a half. And then, oh, they offer Saquon Barkley. Rushing and receiving, 110 and a half. Ooh, that's a lot, but he should be able to get that number. I got to believe. But I'm putting my uh, my chips in with, with, with CC tonight. Not Canadian club, glug, 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 but Corey Clement. 44-and-a-half over rushing yards. Corey Clement rushing and receiving 65-and-a-half. So also the total in the game. I like the, I agree with Moretzi. I think it's going to be a total teaser to the over. It's at 44-and-a-half, but, you know, let's see. If, I get, if you like the Eagles, I think the game probably middles on the teaser when you really think about it. I don't think uh, Philadelphia is going to lose by more than six points in this football game. So if you wanted to do a teaser, I know uh, they keep the light on in Vegas. That's what the, one of the guys told me. He's like, yeah, teasers are great. <sighs> Having a smoke. Uh, yeah, they keep the electricity, keep the lights on. They always look good in paper. A little bit of line movement too, guys. Philadelphia minus one and a half now. So we went from one to one and a half. Is Morency there, Yang? He's there. Oh, nice, nice. How's Corey? Happy birthday to the fantasy exec too, guys. How you doing? Yo, what's up, Cam? How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, phone sounds. Uh, yeah, you got. Uh, are you in a uh, subway or are you just walking down the street? Yeah, yeah, I'm in the bowels of Penn Station with the rats right now. <laughs> is he? Is he New carrying Jersey a piece of pizza? Representing. <laughs> now listen, man. It's 45 minutes later. We're about eight feet from the studio. Seriously, like we moved about eight feet in 45 minutes. That's brutal, man. I hate Dude, it's like we're in Bangladesh. It was like uh, we got a ticket to a train. We couldn't get on the train. There was people fighting to get on the train. Like I, me and Corey and Frank, we were we nearly jumped on the side of it. Like and held on. <laughs> it's like in the movies. Yeah, I had uh, I had your boy Leone on Bills fan too, Gabe. It was nice talking to him. And we were going through the daily roto projections, and uh, we put our DraftKings team together. And I made Corey Clement the king, and he kind of liked it. He said uh, all the projections for him are way over the number. His total rushing yards on the book is 44 and a half. They're projecting close to 60. I think it was 59 and a half. For and, who? Uh, for Clement Corey, or Smallwood? Yeah, Cle- uh, Clement. And I'm gonna, that's the guy I'm, I'm going with Clement. And his total rushing and receiving 65 and a half is on the book. And he said uh, with combined yardage of catching and running, they see close to 80. And his projection for both is 65 and a half. So I'm all in on Clement, and he also, it was crazy. The Zach Ertz prop that we talked about, Gabe, 74.5. His projection on Daily Roto, 74.7, <laughs> like exactly on the number. I think it's crazy. a little low, that projection. I think it's going to go over. Yeah. Zach yeah, Ertz like has had like 100-plus yards the last two games, 24 yeah. targets. All right, I'll tell you right now, I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm taking the Philadelphia Eagles and the New York Giants to go over the number. Give me a seven-point teaser on the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, give me uh, Carson Wentz to go over 270 yards. Yeah. We're on a commuter train right now. I thought it'd be more of a football <laughs> crap. Um, give me over 262 and a half yards on Eli Manning. Passing yards. Give me over 50, uh, 57 and a half yards on Sterling Shepard. <laughs> yeah, right, Corey. I'm gonna give you a curve. Um Man, you're messing me up, Corey. <laughs> 
I'm taking Zach Ertz over six and a half receptions and Zach Ertz over uh, over 74 and a half yards. So to recap, I got the Eagles. I got the over in the game. I got a seven-point teaser on the Eagles. I got both quarterbacks to go over in their passing yards. I got Sterling Shepard over 57 and a half. I got Zach Ertz over receptions and Zach Ertz over. So in other words, Cam, if this game is 6-3, bro, I'm <laughs> getting <done>. arrested. <laughs> exactly. Great points by Gabe. I was saying, hey, Gabe, what about Sterling Shepard at 57 and a half? I kind of like the over I just there. told you, Sterling Shepard yeah. over. Yeah. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, That's sure. A- All right. yeah, pass me over to Corey Pitts' birthday. You say I don't. Yeah. Hey, Corey. Yo, yo, what up? What up, what up, Cam? Fantasy exec, how you doing? Happy birthday, buddy. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Doing very well. You know what I'm saying? What's going on with you, Cam? Yeah, I'm doing pretty good. I'm just putting, uh, I put my uh, DFS DraftKing lineups together, and Mike Leone liked it. I went with, uh, did a couple interesting things here. I got, uh, I got Corey Clement as my king. I'm thinking he's going to have a big day. I like that. the projections are, are a little bit low for him. I'll give you and uh, Gabe my team, and I'll talk to the fantasy exec and see what he says. I got Corey Clement, $6,600 as a king. That's cheap. Saquon Barkley yep. at 10400 bucks. You got to throw in the tight end, Zach Ertz, at 9600 Sterling Shepard, I went in the cheaper route instead of Beckham. I went with Shepard at 78. Wendell Smallwood, Leone told me to put both guys in. You can afford both of them because Clement and Smallwood are cheap, 3800 And Carson Wentz. And I got 200 your change, uh, hopefully for a birthday present for you there, uh, Corey. Oh, thanks a lot. I appreciate that, Kim. <laughs> I like that. And I think you hit some of the big ones in there, plus you mix it up a little bit. So that's a good look. What about Goddard tonight? You guys uh, were thinking as like kind of no, an I underdog. Can't do it. You know? I can't do you it. You can't do it? I've been, I've, been, nah, I've been dying on that cross the past couple of weeks. I can't do it no more. So at some point <laughs> it will come a time when you do it in earth to get that concussion and then Goddard will slide in there right through the middle of the game and take over, and then you know they're playing next week. But you got to get on, um, you know, you, I kind of got to see that happen first. But if you're a gambling man, it's definitely where you are. But exactly. It, <laughs> exactly. That's a while. I, that's yeah. what I said with uh, one of the, one of the callers is like, uh, Corey Clement's been killing me. Like, what do I do? I go, sometimes you got to go back to the guy. Like, I think this is the week you actually go to him now that Ajayi's out. One of those guys is going to go bonkers tonight. It's either Clement or Smallwood, and I'm betting on Clement. So what's uh, Gabe doing for the birthday there, Corey? Now we going out here. We gonna have a couple. You already yeah, know we gonna is... get we gonna get to the to the book. We gonna get it in, and then we gonna head out there out there and look at these two teams. You told me you're a Coors Light guy. I expected you more to be a rum and coke guy. Okay, so now I don't even do that. I'm too I'm too advanced <laughs> in my age to do that. <laughs> is he got you? Is he got you? Has he got you betting on the game too? Because that's the thing. You're not uh, the fantasy exec solely. You're also. Uh, are you going to throw it down on uh, on the game tonight? On the total? On the side? What's on uh, Corey's uh, betting birthday card tonight? I think I, I'm, I'm. You know, I was with the Eagles in the under, but I think I'm also riding. I think they talked me into the Eagles in the over. Looking at some of the trends of these two teams in the last couple of games they played, so I think that's how I roll, and I'll figure the rest out as we get there. Well, happy birthday, buddy. All the best, and uh, you guys enjoy the game. I'm kind of jealous that you're going, and I'm kind of frustrated that you only got a couple blocks in all this time. In 52 damn minutes, you're not not even close, but uh, I guess that's the way it is uh, when, you, when you live in uh, that area. Hey, brother, it's hard to move around. My man, I'll let you can't go gate. <laughs> Have a good one, Corey. Yo, yo, yo. Yeah. What up, Cam? Yeah, what's happening, buddy? I got a couple uh, you, uh, NHL plays for you, Gabe, if you're going to hit the book. Uh, it was a good night last night. We went 2-0. and I'm thinking about taking your New Jersey Devils at uh, 15 cents against Washington. Tough game to, to, to lay down on, but Washington played last night and beat Vegas. I think it's a good spot for the Devils, and I like the Florida Panthers at home uh, to get it done tonight as well. I'm not sure if you're going to have time to go to the, the Devils at home Rocky. Yeah, the Devils are at home tonight. Yep, Devils at home versus a very good Washington team. They're only laying 10 or 15 cents, depending on the book. And I love I, I love Florida tonight. I know it's Reimer and Net, but I don't care. Columbus isn't playing very good hockey, and it's only 30 cents. So I'm taking whew, the Florida Panthers minus 130 and your New Jersey Devils in your backyard at minus 15. The Leafs-Detroit uh, game should go over, Gabe, but it's up to 6.5 now. Yeah, I was wondering, actually, because I was just in line at the train station, at Penn Station, and... Um... You know, there's a lot of giant jerseys and stuff, but there was one dude with a Martin Brodeur jersey. <laughs> and I was wondering, I was like, is this guy going to a football game with a Martin Brodeur jersey or are the Devils playing? So now I know the Devils are playing. Devils! <laughs> Devils! <laughs> yeah, I got to get out to Newark for a Devils game. 
Yeah, you know, that's what I do because you got to think that the Devils, think about the price of, of a ticket there. Like, it would be dirt cheap. I know you said it's not more convenient. You're actually closer. I think, didn't you tell me you're closer to MSG? But I got to believe a ticket yeah. for the Devils game is going to be. Yeah, like, I live in Jersey, but I'm actually seats. closer to Madison Square Garden in Newark, yeah. Yeah, but I, I'm thinking, like, what do you think? Like 20, 30 bucks probably? Like, it's not going to be something but for crazy. for a Devils game? Yeah. Yeah, they, they ain't too expensive. Like, uh, Newark's not a city people like going to. <laughs> you know what's crazy, actually, is Bellator's here on Saturday night at uh, Nassau yeah. Coliseum in Uniondale. That's right, yeah. I want to uh, go, but, man, Corey knows what I'm talking about. Like, it's hard to get around at 2, 3 in the morning here, man. Like, I don't want to be stuck in Uniondale, Long Island. I don't even know where it is. <laughs> Yo, no, I, I went I went there, Gabe, when I covered it. Yeah, no, it's different. Like, I think uh, Kurtz and all those guys and a couple other guys yeah, live out suburbs, there. Like, right? You ever been yeah, out oh, of Long yeah. Island, it's, Corey? It's in the middle How far? of nowhere. It's like an hour and a half or something. Yeah. It's not easy. Corey's only there 45 minutes, actually. 45? Well, the, the question is, though, it's what you talk about. You need a ride back. Like, you don't want to be stuck. Like, is there a direct route or whatever? Like, that's the thing. Like I'm going to look into it. I'm going to look into it. So we're moving now. We're on the way. So now I forgot. I thought it was an express train. I forgot. No, we got to get off at Secaucus now. Next. <laughs> That's right. That's where you home, met the home of the NHL network. I'll say hi to Jackie Redmond. Yeah, say hi. Hey, Jackie. What's she up? lives Thanks here at Secaucus. Yeah, she does MLB too. She's uh, doing doing pretty good for herself there. She's doing. I should good send work. her. I should send her a message now. I'm here. Yeah. Say hey, Jackie. What's the deal? We're going to the. Hey, yo, me and Corey want to hook up. Let's go. That's actually a great. You know what? I never even thought about that. That's a wicked idea. Yeah, she if, she if she's not working, she'd be up to partying with you guys. It is his birthday. It is. It is his birthday. <laughs> Anything else you got for me? Anything else? I don't know if you saw the Carton Show this morning, but Michelle yeah. Serpico's cooking Rice Krispies. Yeah. Uh, post op staff came in. Post op staff. That's the best. They were perky. <laughs> Perky, perky. Um, yeah, that's Corey's doing well for his birthday. We didn't, we didn't oh, get that on good. our birthdays, Marenzi. I can tell you that. Yeah, I think our boy Riggs, too, hooked us up, hooked us up good because uh, I said, you got the tickets? And he goes, oh, yeah, I got the tickets. I said, they're Bobby, good. He goes, you'll find out. Bobby Riggs Jr.? Because when I told him, our boy Riggs, I told him he was going to pick the tickets up. I said, yo, Riggs, let's keep this on the cheap. <laughs> you know, I told him, like, end zone's good. <laughs> How the hell are we getting off this train? Just stop. We're going to have to fuck it. Hey, have a good one, Marenzi. I gotta uh, blast through the the pick segment. Yang tells me we got to get off a little bit earlier. Oh yeah, we're we only three minutes earlier now. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, love you, buddy. Have okay, a good so time. Tell pick. Corey Eagles. happy birthday. Yep. Yeah, Eagles. Eagles. Giants over seven point teaser. Both quarterback passing yards over. Sterling Shepard over. Zach Ertz over yards and catches. There May he the is, Marenzi. On the train. May the winners be yours, buddy. My picks tonight. The New Jersey Devils. We're going to take the Devil Devils minus one fifteen tonight. Sorry we didn't get to Andrew from Boston or Mike from PA on the line, guys. Hopefully you can call back to the show when we do game time decisions tomorrow. New Jersey, Florida. I am taking the Philadelphia Eagles plus six over, over 37 and a half on the teaser. I'd like to thank my boy Yang for keeping it on the track today. And Marenzi and I will be back for game time decisions tomorrow at 4 o'clock Eastern. Scout Radio coming up next. Have a good one, everybody.